Welcome. Hi, I'm Julianne, and this is season one, episode one of the newly branded Life Edit and Design podcast. So if you've been a listener of the previous episodes under the Life uh, Life of Best Baggage, Lighter Life, this is the new rebrand, and this is season one of the new Edit and Design. So I'm excited to have you here. I hope you love the direction that we're going in, and um, I'm excited to share how we're going to move forward. So if you've listened to the transition video or transition audio, you know a little bit about what we're doing. But before we dive into this first um, session, I think it's important to say, what is it? What are we doing here? So this is all part of lifeeditanddesign.com, which is my website. And what I do on that website is help you design an intentional life, a life that's all about living the way you want to live, not living kind of blindly by default, in reaction, and that's how most of us live, and it's definitely how I've been living up until recently. Just things happen and you go with it. You know, you're surrounded by certain things and you just react to it. Um, Circumstances happen and you just, you know, you deal with it. That's life by default. It's just stuff comes in, you react to it, you deal with it. And there's also a lot of planning. I mean, I'm I'm a professional planner by, by trade. I've been doing that for 25 years. So I did a lot of planning. So default doesn't mean that you don't plan. It just means that you don't, you're not intentional about your plans. And I would plan vacations or I'd plan a project, but I wasn't planning my life, if that makes sense. So yes, I planned to have kids and I, you know, I did that and I planned my education and all of that, but I wasn't planning how I was living. That part was missing. It was just what I was doing, but not how I was going to do it and how I was going to be and who I was going to be as a person. Those parts, those deeper parts, those kind of under the surface, very deep parts, were something that was just default. I wasn't, you know, I was a mom, but I didn't sit there and say, how do I want to be as a mom? I just was a mom and I just dealt with, you know, okay, the baby needs changing, the baby needs this, and now they need this at school. And, you know, I was just task-oriented and not so much behind the scenes building a character um, intentionally. You all, we all build character, but we build it by default. Whereas this was gonna be very intentional. And that's what we're doing in Life Edit and Design is saying, what's the life you wanna live intentionally? You wanna pick and choose the parts that you really want to experience and the things that you really want to show up as. Who do you wanna be in this life? And that's what the life edit and design is all about is first we're designing, what do you want? But then when we design it in our head, we have to actually do it. We have to take action. And that's where we get and run into a lot of trouble is we have to edit out all the stuff that doesn't fit. And there's going to be a lot of that. So, you know, the previous podcast is all about baggage. And that's, that was really what I was focused on is I felt I had so much baggage. And that's what we need to edit away is all the stuff that weighs us down, all the stuff that doesn't fit what our intentional design is going to be. We have to get that all out. And then we can go back and actually put in the design elements, the things that we really want in our life. And that's how we live this intentional life that we've designed specifically for who we want to be and how we want to experience the world. So that's what Life Edit and Design is in a nutshell. Again, if you go over to the website, lifeeditanddesign.com, um, you can go into the studio and that's where we really, we spend a lot of time in a masterclass on just that topic. But these podcast episodes are meant to just touch on pieces so that you can kind of dip your toe in the water, you know, experience it, have some fun with it, and then decide maybe you wanna go on and do the, the whole masterclass, or maybe you don't, that's okay, that's totally your choice. 
So before we dive into this first episode, I want to remind you to go head over to the website to get the worksheet. And when I do worksheets, I do not ask for your email address. I don't want it. If you want to communicate with me, there's a sign up box. Great. I'd love to have you as a, a member that I can talk to and subscribe to the, the newsletter there if you want. But in order to get the worksheet, no email address is required. But I ask you to grab the worksheet because as we go through this episode, I want you to be able to jot down your thoughts and it just gives you a template, a place to do that. So head over to Life, Edit, and Design, and the word and is spelled out, A-N-D, design.com, and just pop over there, grab the worksheet, you go to the podcast, and you'll see, um, you click on that, and it'll say season one, and then you can get right into the worksheet there. So what we're going to do in this first season is talk all about environments. So what are environments? It's not just nature and standing outside. It's everything that's around you, everything that surrounds you, everything you can see, touch, feel, hear. All of that is part of your environment. And we're going to talk in this episode specifically about your home environment. So we're talking about where you live, whether it's a house, apartment, condo, van, if you're my daughter who really wants to live in a van. You know, that is what we're going to be focused on. And the reason I'm starting there is because home is very, very relevant to me right now. We just moved from the house that my husband and I designed um, 17 years ago, and we raised our children in it, and we've just moved to a smaller home. We downsized a little bit, but yet the children are still with us. Um, and it was, it's very relevant because our idea of home was very different, and when we moved to this house, nobody liked it but me. Um, even my realtor said at one of the visits to the house, she's like, wow, it's three against one. Nobody likes this house but you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, but our situation was that every house that came up, you know, we, we loved the house and we'd go and we'd bid on it and we'd be outbid. The house would go in a day. And there were these three other houses sitting on the market that just weren't going. They were sitting, 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 sitting. And I, of the three, I said, okay, well, this one has the best opportunities for us. You know, it's in the best neighborhood. You know, it's a little bit closer to things. So we're going to go with this one. And nobody liked it but me. And it, the house was just, it, it needs a lot of work. The kitchen's green. It just, ugh, you know, car, every floor is a different floor from shag carpet to hardwood and, and all the stuff in between. It was just, it's a mismatch. It just kind of looked like it evolved over time and different tastes and whatever. It just, it wasn't great. And what kept coming up for us as a family was, what is your idea of home? You know, is home just what you know? It's what you've grown up in from my children's perspective, and they were very attached to it. Or is home just where we are as a family? Is it the four walls, or is it the experience that happens inside the four walls? So the very first thing that we're going to work on in this worksheet is what is home to you? What is its role in your life? What does it mean? So in my point of view, I was looking at this new home like, this home is, its role is it's an adventure. It's a project for us to work on together where we're all going to learn how to do different things in home repair and we're all going to learn, you know, what we want as a personal taste because, you know, every room needs to be repainted, recarpeted, we're putting flooring in. You know, you get to design it from the walls up. We were even ready to knock down a wall for my daughter. So home was a project. That's what I was looking at. It's an adventure. It's a shared experience. And that was my vision of home. So I didn't care what the house looked like. To me, that wasn't important. What was important was what the activities we were going to be doing together as a result of the fact that it looked like it did. 
so that, that for me, home in this point in my life was an adventure, a project. What is it for you? So for a lot of people, home might be a sanctuary. It might be the place where you go to relax, to unwind. And the reason this role is so important is it's going to help us decide what design elements we need and then what we need to take away. So it's very important that you get this piece right. So home could be um, a community center for you. It could be the hub of your family. It could be where you guys celebrate, where you come together, where you storytell, where you share experiences, where you plan your next experience. So it could be very much um, kind of the central hub of excitement. And that's a very different vibe, right, than a sanctuary. So what is it for you? You really need to think about your personal thing. And you might say, well, home for me is really the four walls and it's about decorating it and it's about you know, making it look a certain way. And that's okay, that's, that's fine. But when you look at that, when you took a, take a look, what is it that you're trying to create? Because again, it's four walls, but are you're picking colors and you're picking themes and you're picking textures because there's something you want it to create. And it may be that you want it to be a great place to raise your children. That's what our first home was. It was all about raising our kids. And when we designed it, we designed it so that we would never be that far away from each other. So it had a you know, f um, big open floor plan. And you could it was like the raised ceiling so that when you're on the first floor, you could see into these um, exposed balconies on the second floor so that our children were never far away from us. So if they needed us, if they called out to us and we were downstairs, we would be able to hear them. So our home was designed to support our children and to help us raise them. So our, and our home was like, a, you know, had play areas. It was very important to us that they had their places to be creative. And so that's how we designed our home. So you, you want to look at that same thing for you is what does your home, what should your home feel like? And it may not be what it is right now. So again, when we were ready to move, it was like, our, we didn't need to raise our children anymore. So the home didn't fit us anymore. So our, our role of what home should be had changed and we were ready to move on. So even if your home right now that you're in isn't fitting the role, I want you to think about the ideal role, not the role that maybe was good for you when you first moved in or maybe the role that you just kind of by default landed in this home or apartment. What is the ideal role? What do you want? What should home be for you? What do you really dream of the perfect home will do? And it's more usually about the experience and not the four walls. So the four walls create the experience for you, whether they create safety. Maybe you have a lot of safety features in your home and you want your home to be someplace where when you come home, you feel kind of sheltered from the world around you. So maybe it has a lot of safety features. Maybe it has a lot of beautiful pictures where you're not seeing the outside so much as seeing the inside and enjoying and feeling safe where you are. And maybe your home is a canvas where you're constantly changing, expressing your desires, you're expressing your creativity. So it has, you know, you change it constantly. That's okay too. What is that role? So that's the first thing that I want you to grab the worksheet and fill in is what's it supposed to do for you. So now that we have that, the next question is, well, okay, we're going to do this life edit. We're going to do this home edit and design. What's the goal? So you have this role in your mind. Look around your home now and say, Does it, is it supported by my home? You know, if I want my home to be a sanctuary and I look around and I see busyness, or maybe I see bright colors, or maybe I see things that are broken, and that doesn't feel like a sanctuary to me. So my goal would be to create the feeling of sanctuary. Or if your home is that, that hub, that central 
place where everyone comes to gather, do you have the furniture that supports that? Do you have a big table? Do you have places where people can hang out casually and have conversations? Or is it all segmented in different rooms and it's kind of hard to get everybody together in one space? Or maybe you don't have an outdoor space and you'd really like to have a place where everybody could gather outside and have great barbecues and picnics. So if you've got this role in mind, what's the goal? What do you want to happen so that this role can really be expressed in your home? In my case, I had to move. <laughs> so hopefully yours isn't as drastic as mine. Um, maybe it's just some cosmetic things, maybe it's some painting things, but something has to happen to make this really feel like it's fitting that role that you have in mind. If safety was your, your role, then maybe you have to look around and say, well, how, how does this house not make me feel safe? And what is my goal? What would have to happen to make me feel safe in my home? So that's the goal. What do you need to do? For me, I needed to feel like my family was ready to go to the next step, to kind of work on a project together. Now that my children are older, um, one's 16 and one's 20, you know, I'm like, you guys are capable. I don't need to hold your hand. So let's build a home where we can all learn about, you know, fixing a toilet. And we can learn about hanging doors, which turns out hanging doors is much harder than I thought. Um, but I wanted that experience together. I wanted us to have this something that we were proud of as an experience. So the goal for me was to learn and grow with my family so that our home would be an expression. We could look around and go like, yeah, we did that. We knocked that wall down. We put those cabinets up. That was my goal, was to have a shared experience. So write down what's the goal that you need to do to make this role a reality. What's the goal of your home edit? And that's what I want you to put down in that next box. And so we're gonna move on now. Okay, so we have this goal. This is what needs to happen in our house to make it feel or to fulfill the role that we want. So the next step is, okay, well, what are the things that make that? So if you, if you say, I wanna have a sanctuary and right now my house is just too busy and my goal is just to calm down my house and make it feel soothing, then what are the design elements that fit that? So colors is gonna be a big one. You know, the soothing colors, the palettes, the soft greens, the pastel colors, the very soft natural hues, those are gonna fit the sanctuary. The mood, what is a mood that would be into a home that's a sanctuary? It would be restful, it'd be peaceful. You know, it wouldn't be noisy, bright, and vibrant. It would be soft, subtle, cozy even. You know, what are some of the themes that fit? So if, you're, um, if your goal was to have a home that was just the hub and it was, you know, everywhere everybody came together, your theme might have been something fun, like, you know, I want it to feel like Starbucks in here. You know, I want to fit that theme. Or I want it to feel like uh, Disneyland. Everybody comes in and they're just excited to be here. Or, you know, I want it to feel like a workshop and everybody's coming in and they're having creative ideas. Or, you know, whatever it is, you know, what's, is there a theme that you're aware of that supports that kind of mood that you want to create? You know, so it can go a lot of different directions with this, but I really want you to just get creative here. Is, you know, start to think about what's out there in the world that kind of supports this role and this goal that you're going for for your home. And some other things that you, again, in colors, you could look at textures. You could look at, you know, if you want a home that's a sanctuary, you want soft fabrics, right? You want to be able to just kind of wrap up in a, a cozy blanket. You want very, maybe natural woods. So there's textures, there's um, 
features too, like maybe you want a water feature. If your home was supposed to be a sanctuary, the sound of falling water might be very, very peaceful to you. Or maybe you want to have speakers kind of all around your house, so you're just playing something off your iPad that's like birds chirping or whatever. You know, there's all those background sounds, but you want to be able to turn that on occasionally and have it coming around you as you're sitting on your sofa. So what are some of the, the features that you want? And then lighting is a big one. You know, what kind of lighting supports the mood, the theme that you're creating? So there's so many lighting options now, which is really cool. So you can go to your garden shops or the garden section in your department store. Um, you can go to party stores. I mean, there's all kinds of cool lighting now, the string lighting that has, you know, colored lights, it has soft white lights, bright white lights, whatever you want. There are so many choices now and light bulbs that change colors. My daughter has one of those that you just use a remote and it changes the colors so she can have different moods at different times, you know, whatever, it, you know, whatever makes her happy. So the lighting is huge. If you have a home where you want it to be exciting and vibrant, then you're going to have brighter lighting than somebody who wants a sanctuary who might pick a soft pink lighting or just use twinkle lights. So the lighting can be very different and support your mood or support the theme that you're going for and even the decor. So think about what's, you know, if you had a theme, so maybe your, your home needed to feel like you're on vacation. That's something my, um, my father-in-law's wife, she, that was her thing. She wanted her home to feel like she was on vacation all the time. So the things that she chose were very cabiny. Um, she had a house near a creek and she always wanted to be able to hear water. And so the, everything she put into her house was just very much like you'd find in a, a vacation lodge if you were to go away. And it, that was just her, her theme was kind of the wilderness, the, the natural um, environment, but it was also a bit of the antique. So she liked, you know, the raw lumber with the, the live edge. Um, you know, a lot of the antique wrought iron, for her, that was just the, the thing that she felt expressed, like being on vacation, like being in a really cool, funky cabin in the woods. And so those are the things that she used. She made sure her decor supported that feeling of being on vacation. And for you, you may love, say maybe you love going to Hawaii. And so, you know, that for you, you wanted your home to have that tropical feeling. Well, that's going to come a lot of decor, right? The colors that you choose will be big, but also the decor that hangs on your walls and the rugs that you have on your feet, you know, that's all part of the design elements that create that mood that you want. So you can kind of see how these layer upon each other, right? So first we talked about the role that you want your house to feel or the role it should play in your life. And then we talked about the goal. How do you get from where your, your surroundings now to that feeling that you want? And then we start talking about the design elements, the actual pieces that need to go in to help you support those, those two layers, right? The role and your goal are now supported by all these different design elements. So now if you go to the next page, here comes the edit, right? Here's the actual work. Here's where you're going to get it done. So now you have to look at your house and say, okay, these are the design elements I want, but here's what I've got. Here's what I'm working with. What needs to go? What needs to come out? What are the projects I need to do to make this happen? So you might need to paint. So editing might look to you like, okay, I've got all white walls and I need to make things feel cozier. So I'm going to change and paint everything on you know, a light, light tan, light taupe, something like that, a khaki, something to calm down the whiteness. Or you might be thinking, okay, I got to knock down a wall. <laughs> that was how my daughter felt. It was like, oh, I just, we need to take this wall out. I need a bigger space. 
Um, it may be much simpler than that. You may just have to get rid of clutter. It may be that when you come home, your house doesn't feel like a sanctuary because there's just so much stuff everywhere you look. There's work to be done. There's you know bills to be paid. There's paperwork to be put away. There's projects, you know, just screaming for your attention. Maybe everything needs to be put away so you don't see it. So when you walk in, it's a blank canvas and you feel restful. Maybe it's changing up the furniture. Maybe it's just covering some of the furniture you have. Maybe you just buy furniture covers or you put some blankets over some furniture to make it feel or have the texture that you want. And you may never have thought of this. You may never have occurred to you. Like if you wanted your home to feel like you were on vacation and you loved Hawaii, did you ever think to make your home feel like that? Did it ever occur to you like, hey, I could do this. I don't have to wait till once in a lifetime trip to Hawaii. I could just do this. I can make my home have a bit of that feeling. You don't have to go over the top. I mean, you don't have to have palm trees all over your house, but you could definitely bring in some of the colors. You could actually cook some of the meals, right? That's part of your home is some of the smells and the activities that happen in it. But you can do the different things with decor and you know, with the world of the internet opens all the decor options in the world to you. So you, it's easy for you to do this. You can definitely make whatever theme you want happen, but you probably never thought that you could. It never occurred to you. You know, I live in the north. Um, I live up in New York. So, you know, what what you see is just a very traditional style house up here. But what's inside those walls can be anything I want. I don't have to live with the house the way it was. I didn't have to live with the green kitchen because the people thought it was nice. I think it's terrible. So we're repainting. You can do whatever you want. Did it ever occur to you? You can make the theme. So if you want your house to be this home, this hub where people come and they're excited. You can make it look any way you want. You can, you know, so what if you had a traditional table? You could raise to one of those pub-style tables instead. You could have two small pub-style tables so people are kind of feeling almost like they're at a, you know, at their favorite bar and they're hanging out and having social conversations. Forget convention, forget tradition. This is all about you and what you want. And that's the point of the life edit is stopping and being really, really clear about what you want, not what the world wants, not what society wants what you want. And it's not about accepting what you have. It's about designing it so your world becomes what you want instead of what's just there right now. That's the edit and design. And that's what's so cool is you get to, you get to do this. This is the time where people can do whatever they want. They're, they're unlimited. But we've been grown up or we've been brought up in a very limited frame, right? You had to go to school and do things a certain way. And that's not true anymore. You get to do whatever you want. You're an adult. You get to have fun. Let's do this. So when you're doing your home edit, forget the rules. You know, there's probably some you know, fat, you know, design rules that say you can't mix this with that. Who cares? If it makes you happy, you do it. You do you. You do what you want. So on the, on the next page, you're going to put in all the projects. What needs to happen? And a project could be something as simple as hanging a picture on the wall, putting paper away, painting, but put them all down in little projects and then do them. The point of this podcast is not to listen to me and say, oh, that was nice. The point is I'm giving you a worksheet so that you can do it. You know, throw dates in there if you want. Say, okay, weekend one, this is what I'm going to do. Weekend two, this is what I'm going to do. And in five weeks, I'm going to have the home that I want. I'm going to go pick out the paint colors. I'm going to change, you know, the pictures on the wall. I'm going to even put scents in the house. You know, if there's a theme that you're going for, if you want a cozy theme, then maybe you want some cinnamony type scents. You know, there's a candle, a Yankee candle has what, a home sweet home candle that I love the scent of that. That makes it always feel very cozy. You can have diffusers if you want. 
whatever it is, you can create that environment with all these different layers, colors, lighting, texture, and play with it and really have some fun, but make this what you want. So this is episode one. You have your first challenge. Let's see if you can do it. Create the home. And if it's overwhelming for you to do the whole home, do a room that's kind of your room. Maybe it's your bedroom. Maybe you have a little office. And if you don't want to do the whole home, just do that room and just make it your spot, your sanctuary, your place where you feel safe, maybe your creative space. Just do a room. That works too. You don't have to do the whole house, especially if you've got too much to tackle and it's overwhelming. Then just do that room that you feel most connected to and do the room edit instead of a whole home edit. All right, so if you have questions, pop over to my website, Life Edit and Design. Ask me questions there. I'm happy to answer them. And make sure that you take action. Don't just listen to this. Fill out the worksheet, put some dates on those projects, and get started. And I'm thrilled to have you here as a listener, and I hope you'll tune in next time. Have an awesome day.